This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey y'all, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast for people who can never know enough about history. Today is May 20th, 2020. The day was May 20th, 1902. Cuba gained independence from the United States, and a Republican administration began in the country under Tomás Estrada Palma. From 1868 to 1878, Cuba was involved in the Ten Years' War, a war for Cuba's independence from Spain. Cubans had grown dissatisfied with Spanish administration, and a revolution led by Carlos Manuel de Céspedes began. The war ended with the Pact of Zanjón, which promised Cuba more reforms and autonomy. But all those promises were not met, and the conflict did not end there. In 1879, the so-called Little War began. One of its leaders was Calixto Garcia, a revolutionary who did not sign the Pact of Zanjón. But by September of 1880, the uprising had been suppressed. But there still had been no true reform. The Cuban War for Independence began in 1895, led by Calixto Garcia, Máximo Gómez, and José Martí. This conflict continued previous struggles for Cuban independence from Spanish rule. José Martí presented the Manifesto of Montecristi, which detailed the insurgents' war policy. It said that Black people and white people alike would participate in the war, that the participation of all Black people was crucial for victory, and that Spaniards who did not object to the war would be spared. It also said that private rural properties should not be destroyed and that the revolution would bring new economic life to Cuba. The revolutionaries opposed Spanish political rule, but they also supported an overhaul of the Cuban social system. By early 1896, rebel forces controlled most of Cuba. They soon earned the support of the majority of the population. Spanish authorities responded to the revolutionaries' efforts by increasing the number of troops on the island and sending people in the countryside to concentration camps in fortified towns. But the devastating effects of the concentration camps led to more Cubans supporting the revolutionaries. While Cubans targeted planters and controlled the countryside, the Spanish controlled the cities and targeted peasants. In 1897, Spain offered home rule to Cuba, but as the War of Independence drew to a close in 1898, the conflict transformed into the Spanish-American War. By this point, the conflict in Cuba had captured the attention of people in the United States. The U.S. had an interest in driving out European colonial powers, and yellow journalism exaggerated news of Spanish atrocities against Cubans and stories of rebel bravery. When the USS Maine exploded and sank in Havana's harbor, the U.S. had pretext for military intervention in Cuba. The Spanish-American War took place over the next four months. The U.S. emerged victorious, and in December of 1898, the U.S. and Spanish governments signed the Treaty of Paris. Spain withdrew from Cuba, but Cuba remained under U.S. military occupation for more than three years. On May 20, 1902, Cuba gained independence from the U.S., but with certain conditions. Cuba was prohibited from transferring land to any foreign power besides the U.S., the U.S. reserved the right to intervene in Cuba, and the U.S. established a lease for Guantanamo Bay Naval Base. 
Tomas Estrada Palma became the first president of the Republic of Cuba. In the following years, the U.S. maintained a heavy influence in Cuba, and the country faced more political and social unrest. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also follow us on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.